What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical. This is your Wednesday show, and this is the start of an eight-part series, which will be broken down because we still have the Hawkeye reviews, Spider-Man Far From Home reviews. We still have a lot of things reviewing for us this year, but this will take us into 2022. And I want to do this because I, I feel like I've, we've been on a roll. Like I've been taking your suggestions about other different shows. Like you guys, at first, at first, like I, I know this show is growing, especially the like the Wednesday show is growing, because because I was stagnant for a while because I didn't know what to do. And it's not that it's 10, 11 minute podcast. You guys like that. You guys don't mind the shorter ones as well as the longer ones as well as the middle ones. But it was more of like you guys could tell I didn't really have enough material and I was forcing some stuff and I didn't. And um. And so you guys were like, hey, well, we can talk about television shows. Now you guys start naming shows you guys were into. So we start off with the psychology of Seinfeld. Because even because that's what I started off doing. I, one of my, the first show of this revival was The Wire. You know, so I was like, all right, cool. I just didn't know, like, at the time, I, I didn't have much to basic off. The metrics were, weren't there for me. But um, I've gone back since the metrics, and that show's one of the highest shows that I've listened to shows I've ever done, including the previous podcast. So this is one of my favorite shows. John Buchenkamp's created uh, this world, this universe uh, for the blacklist, and it's so different. It's an American drama, it's an American crime thriller, um, and it's just so different. And first of all, I love Kevin Spacey. Isn't that Kevin Spacey? Excuse me. Um, ooh. <laughs> I apologize. Um, uh, what, what is his real name? Oh, sweet Jesus! I'm looking for right. I'm looking for it right now. Um, um, cause that was really not the name I was looking for. James Spader, excuse me. Um, and so, um, I love him. And I, once I know he was, once I knew he was attached to us, let me, let me check this out. So season one, it starts with this man, James Spader's character. We don't know his name yet. He's sitting outside this building and this man walks up and says, Hey, everything's in place. He says, all right, cool. Cause things want to change. So he goes into this building, which we found out is a FBI building, and he says, "Hey, I'm uh, Raymond Reddington." And the person like looks up, sees that he's one of the most wanted men in the world. He actually, but before it even happens, he literally tells the person who he is. He goes back to the middle, takes off his jacket, his his puts his briefcase down, puts his hands up behind his back, gets on his knees and everything. So you kind of, as a viewer, you're like, "What the blue heck is this going on?" So it immediately intrigues you because it's kind of just like, all right, where are we going with this? So all of a sudden you are introduced to this FBI task force and they are sitting there and they're like, well, who, is this the, really the guy and blah, blah, blah. So they look in the videos and they find out that it actually is him. And you have uh, Harold, uh, who is the, the Harold Cooper, who is the leader of this FBI task force. You have, uh, what's his name? I don't want to say, just sit here and say white guy the entire time. Jeez, um, I don't know what these names. I should have taken the notes down, if I'm being honest with you guys. Um, Donald Wrestler, who essentially is Dick Tracy or uh, Elliot Ness. He, this, this is his one guy he's never caught. He's he's had such a long history with this guy that he's never caught. So like he, he knows this guy backwards forwards everything and so it's really weird because um like you kind of see the hatred already and then 
once Harold Cooper starts talking to Raymond Reddington, to Reddington, we're going to start calling Reddington. Reddington immediately shuts him down. He says, I have the power here. You, everything you want, you want to know, I'll tell you. But I'll only tell you for Elizabeth Keene. So then we flash, so then we cut to this house where Megan Boone, who's Elizabeth Keene, and Ryan Egghold, who is Tom Keene. And um, they have a dog, and it, it just seems like a normal life. And it's about sharing the car and stuff like this and blah, blah, blah. So they come outside, and all of a sudden, the FBI has surrounded the house. So she says, I don't think I'm going to need a car, honey. And they're thinking about even adopting a kid at this point, et cetera, et cetera. It was really just like, all right, someone has answers. Uh, someone has answers that I need right now. <laughs> you know, it's really, it's just one of those awesome moments where it just has you on the edge of your seat. The music is so, the producers of the show have crafted a soundtrack for each uh, episode. Even if you don't like a specific episode, this, the soundtrack is just wonderful, whether it's, uh, songs with words or just the instrumentals. It's just a wonderful uh, music selection to fit each scene, and it's just highly dramatic. It makes you, it makes you just realize every moment could mean something, even if it doesn't. It makes it mean something. It makes it feel like it means something. So you then realize that if, uh, that uh, Keen Elizabeth Keen is an FBI profiler, and she just got promoted to the FBI that day. And that now they're trying to uh, figure out what the connection is. They don't know if this is someone that's trying to set them up or whatever. So there's a lot of distrust at first. And Harold Cooper's like, hey, I'm, I, need, I need to know. Like, I need you to profile yourself. And so she profiles herself, says she's a bitch, says she's a hard ass. All these top things. So all of a sudden, they meet with Raymond Reddington. She meets with Raymond Reddington. And she's like, why? And you start seeing her play with her wrist. That will come into play many, many times over. Her playing with her wrist and there's a scar on her wrist that he notices. They, and it seems like he knows more about her than she knows about herself. Like he just, James Spader commands every scene he's in. He commands it. Now I remember vividly, Terrence Howard had this interview. And it was, I can't remember the guy, the guy's name. Matter of fact, let's look it up. Let's just do it. He was on the movie called Stakeout. I've never actually seen the first one, but I've seen the second one with Rosie O'Donnell and uh, freaking uh, Emilio Estevez. I thought they were both. I thought that I thought that one was funny or entertaining at least. You know, um, Richard Dreyfus, and he said Terrence Howard said he had a movie with Terrence with, with uh, Richard Dreyfus, and Richard Dreyfus pulled him aside and said, "Hey, I like you. You're gonna be a star, but you're not taking a fucking scene from me." Just know that we're in competition. You're not going to outshine me. And Terrence Howard was like, man, like, is this guy, does this guy really, does he like me? <laughs> you know, I guess he doesn't. But then you realize that, no, it wasn't that he didn't like him. You just let him know that, dude, I'm here to do the best I can. You better bring your best. And whoever's the best at the end of the day, cool, if we do, great. But it, he just let him know he wasn't going to steal a, a scene from him, which is, that's how it is, dude. Like, me being an entertainer, a rapper, dude. Like, there's times where I have people who send me songs like, "Hey, man, I'm giving us. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna murder you. I'm just letting you know." And it's just, all right, you bring it, you know. And let that, let, let the, let the, 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 the critics, the, the pundits decide who did it, you know. Um, but yeah, it's to me, he commands every scene he's in, and so 
Uh, he starts telling her all the stuff he knows about her, and she then blasts in the room and says, what are you doing? How does he know all that stuff about me, that personal, private stuff? You guys weren't supposed to share that. And they're like, what are you talking about? We don't know you ourselves. And she's like, well, how does he know us? And like, no one knows how he knows the things he knows. So anyways, then uh, he ends up giving them some information on someone who's going to kidnap a general's daughter. And all of it pans out. The general's daughter ends up getting, this is episode one, by the way. This is the pilot. This is the only, this is the only episode I'm going to spoil and I'm going to tell you guys about. But then I'm going to give you some um, some recommendations for three episodes that's worth watching. Okay? For, for each season. That's how I'm going to break it down. I'll break down one episode in each season. What, one, I think that that's very important. Obviously, the pilot's very important. And then I'll break down. Now, I'll give you guys three episodes from each season that you should probably watch. Okay? So, um, they end up getting the general's daughter out of a class, a ballet class, and she ends up getting kidnapped. Um, this will come back around in season eight, by the way, the general's daughter. Remember that for part eight of this, okay? Um, so, Elizabeth is very naive, very green, very much just trying to figure out what's going on. Why does this worldwide criminal know me and want me? Like, what is going to bleep on right now, dude? Like, it's it's very off-putting for her. And I feel her on that, you know? It's kind of just like, what? what? This is not, this is weird, you know? Anyways. Um, so, by the end of the episode, uh, she she re- she regains uh, the daughter. There's a, the, the, this guy who puts a bomb on her, pat, on her back, and uh, Raymond ends up telling her how dis- she ends up disarming it, and uh, one of Raymond's Redditon's uh, associates grabs a bomb and runs away, and and she's like, he has to he he has to be caught. He has a bomb. He's like, no, no, he's fine. He'll just it'll, it'll just be another toy for him to play with. And it's like, really, dude? <laughs> That's how you're living right now, really? <laughs> you know? And um, it's just it's, it's funny because um, then they arrest him again. Then they bring him into this room, and Harold Cooper still once again thinks he has everything under control but he doesn't like he has nothing under control so remember Renton said this was fun let's do it again and he'll come like what are you talking about he's like there's a list there's a black list of criminals that you want but you don't know about i have them you want them but he makes a deal he wants full diplomatic full immunity he's he says no more shackles he needs to run free as as he needs to to roam and that's just what that's part of the deal. And he only deals with Elizabeth King. Now, what I didn't tell you guys was later on in this, um, Tom King is uh, essentially tied up, stabbed up, beat up pretty good. Uh, so her house is pretty bloody. So by, so by the end of the episode, she's cleaning up some blood and she's crying because she's like scared. She doesn't know what's going on. Once again, she's very green. And she realizes, and she's like finding this this this, this missing board or this this hidden board, and um, seeing all of her husband's fake aliases. So now it's like all these things are being revealed to her in one day. It's kind of like, what? And even Red Raymond made a comment to her, say, "Hey, you won't know who your husband is if you kill me." Um, it's just and she tried to kill Red at one point. She put she stuck something in his neck, like one of his one of his arteries, and she got reprimanded for it. Um, but either way, James Barrick just takes control of this whole episode, and it leaves a lot of questions. Some questions that we, uh, I want to say, I'll say this: if there's one knock about this show, any knock, it has way too many questions. Now, 
when you get the answers, you do get them all at the same time, essentially. So you might get them, you might get them in the same episode, but you get them back to back to back to back episodes, right? Which is cool. So that's one thing that I will say if there's a knock, that may be it. Um, but for me, because I enjoy the character development for each character, they, they don't just develop Elizabeth Keene and Raymond Redding. They, they, they definitely develop with a hell out of Tom Keene, Harold Cooper, um, Wrestler, and the other agents that will eventually join this fight. Um, but yeah, to me, obviously, this, I wrote down Pilot, watch it if you haven't seen it. But if I'm going to give you three from episode one, it'll be episode 11, The Good Samaritan. Episode 20, The Kingmaker. And I would say episodes 21, 22. So we're going to cheat, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a two, it's a TBD. It's a two, it's a two parter. So it'll be 21, 22 Berlin. And you kind of, and you might be confused at the end of it. Cause at the end of it, Raymond Rayton seems like he's weak, but you would see him as some of his weaker moments later on. But like he puts, he, like he sees a plane coming, he gets on his knees, and it's like really. Com- when I first saw, it, I was really confused. I'm like, this is the most powerful crook in the world. Like, what is he doing, and why is he doing it? Like, like what? It just seems so weird. But later on, you find out in, episode, in season two, like how much it. Uh, you, you end up seeing later on what that was all about, but it's. Just, it's good to watch the entire thing because there are things that will lead to later. Like I said, they literally had one of the like one of the most full circle arcs with this with the general's daughter. Like and like I said, when I seen it an issue in, in season eight, I was like, oh wow, what a callback! That went back to the first freaking episode, dude. You know. Anyways, um, that is your episode. That is season one of the Blacklist. And when we get to season eight, I'll, I'll try my hardest to rank. My favorite season. I'm not gonna do them. In, like, I don't say what my favorite season was. I don't. I really don't have one. But I'm gonna try my best to give you guys that. But hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is an eight part series. Remember that. Keep up with it. Like, follow, subscribe. More importantly, subscribe. Give me a review. All that good stuff. You'll catch. You'll have all the stuff that comes at you. So, anyways, that is the show. I am Soul Chemical, and I am out. <laughs>